Welcome back to another episode of Sneaking Into Movies. I'm your host, Michael. And I'm Kevin. And this is Kevin for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. This long, is a special treat. Long overdue. Yes, yes. Yes, this was this was supposed to be in the making. This was supposed to be the beginning. But it's okay. He's here. We got him. I told you I don't let him go. No, don't. Very persistent. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. I got you. Yep, it worked. So um, today we have a treat. And that treat is okay. So I like classics. Something about a classic, especially when it involves my two most favorite comedians. Oh, absolutely, definitely top five, both of them. So one was on Saturday Night Live. And the other one's just been in countless movies. I don't know if he's been in Saturday Night Live. But his wife was in Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah? Uh, Gilda. Oh, no. No yeah, stuff. His first wife, I believe. She passed away from cancer. Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor. And the movie today is, come on, can you guess it? No, it's not that one. It's not that. It's Stir Crazy. Stir Crazy. Starring Gene Wilder. And Richard Pryor and countless others written. Oh, I forgot who it was written by, but it was produced by Sidney Portier. That's when Sidney Portier kind of had his hands in everything in early that early genre of film before all these. He had these other things. He was a producer and things like that. Um, so. Sorry, I'm... <laughs> it just took off on its own. Like, I, I was trying to go back to the top. There we go. But not like that. I'm gonna edit that. That pause out. Stir crazy. We're gonna talk to you and tell you about a movie about two guys that were buddies and they wanted to go and experience the world. They wanted to live a dream of. Living free on the open land and making money as they go in the minivan, two buddies. Oh, yeah, and make that road trip to California from New York to to Arizona to wherever they went. Yeah. So it started from New York. These guys are sitting in a bar. One's kind of a flirty guy, but the other one's the late. The he's he's the reserved flirty guy. He's flirting with the girl. He's the Comedian, uh, goofy, kind of, kind of. You could tell he's kind of, you know, he's the, he's he's. It's Richard Pryor. Yeah. So if you knew Richard Pryor's in his movies back then, that was his character right there, you know. And then you got Gene Wilder, and Gene Wilder was a uh, kind of free, loose, silly, uh, simple. Yeah, love cure, love cures all. Yeah, know. hugs and kisses, smooches. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So they get into uh, a, a conversation about going to go live and experience a certain life. And that's only because and what influenced it was a situation between the taxi driver and the guy. The taxi, the guy owed the taxi driver money. So they started, he started beating the hell out of the taxi driver. The taxi driver, for some reason, magically popped up a wrench 
wrench those nuts. And so, uh, well, Skip, Skip and Harry, Skip walks over and wants to break up the situation, but the situation is already handled. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so he makes the guys uh, hug and uh, whatever, gives them money, and then he 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 goes back to his friend and, and and they decide to go. So he wants to go now, so they go. So they go and hit another bar scene. He's really excited to be there. Harry's sitting around. He's a little nervous because he's basically the only black guy in in this cowboy <laughs> bar. There's some guy fellas over to the left that are beating on a uh, oh no, they were to the right. They were punching on a put speed bag. Skip felt like he needed to go talk to him. He was like, there was a lot of love in them guys. I'm gonna go introduce myself I'm, to him. Yeah, get get get. I'm so excited. He was Gene or uh, Skip was pretty much. This is where I want to be and. Look at those guys over there. Like, I can see the love in them. He goes over there and tries to intervene. You know, he wants to hit the, start hitting the speed bag so he can, you know, bond with them. And he starts hitting the bag. And, well, he gets a what I call a good rhythm, you know. <laughs> it was, it was, I'm overly Caucasian when it comes to rhythm, so. His rhythm was, he had a rhythm, he had a rhythm. His, his yeah. probably a Jewish rhythm. And <laughs> the guys didn't. Thought that he was trying to show him up, so one of they pushed the guy out of the way, and that the bigger guy hits the bag so hard that it comes off the machine and hits the wall. Yeah, and then that's when Harry comes <laughs> in and saves him. But did you notice that he messed up when he walked over there anyway? Because he's like, "Excuse me, excuse me." Then he reached out and grabbed him. Excuse me, yeah. and they were like, "Okay, like all right now." Oh, so now we ignoring you, and now you grabbing us? Right. So. They should have left him alone because what it did was opened up a can of worms for him the next day because they had to go to work, which they were woodpeckers, and they were advertising the bank. Yeah, dancing around. Yes. I forgot the song. Oh, you'll be lucky, knock on wood, if you do what a good woodpecker should. Such, 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 blah, 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 blah. And then they go to lunch. So as they go to lunch. They had hang, hung their suits up in the back room, and somehow, some way, somebody had went and snatched those up and put them on and went out and started performing again. And lo and behold, in the middle of it, they punched the guard out and hit another bystander and jumped over the counter and was going to rob them. Yeah. Oh, you'll be lucky, knock on wood, if you do what a good woodpecker should. Mean, meanwhile, Gene, I mean, Skip and Harry are sitting over across the street and they see all the cop cars roll up. And they go over there to see what's going on, and the bank manager's like, "No, there they are, right there." Like they left their, their they left not only their mask, their outfit, but they left the keys to the vehicle. So the they got into the vehicle. All the evidence is in there except for the money that they stole. Yep. So they go to jail, and they're nervous. Well, one's more nervous. No, they're both really nervous. I yeah. think they're both were nervous. Well, I don't think I don't think Skip took it real serious no. at first. <laughs> He's like, "Well, I've never been in. What do we do? You got to be tough when you're in jail. You got to be tough. You got to be tough. I'm bad. I'm bad. So they walking in there. I'm bad. <laughs> they, they're, they're so bad. One of them, uh, uh, what's 
uh, Skip Skip's doing the uh, yeah, Skip was doing the kung fu. Yeah. <laughs> We're bad motherfuckers. Right. <laughs> so, uh, this crazy guy sees a fly. Only the crazy guy could see, but for some reason, Skip could see it too. So, it lands on this bald guy's head, and they smack him. And he gets up, and he swings to punch him, and he hits the bigger guy that's behind Skip. So, Bent bent his cigarette up, broke it all up. Guy's just getting ready to pound him. And uh, the the guy pulls out a a joint out of his mouth and says, open up. In jail? Yeah. Where did he get that joint from? He sticks it right right in his mouth and all's forgiven. Uh, Where did he get that joint from? (laughs) Talking about sesame. (laughs) (laughs) Where did he get that joint from? (laughs) So uh, the big guy, you know, kind of. Talks to him a little bit and then intimidate Wayne until it finds that they going to uh they going they in for uh robbing a bank. Tells him, you know, they better kiss the baby. Cause basically they're saying you ain't gonna see your family again. So they go to prison and uh Skip thinks it's a fucking vacation. When he gets out, he wants to talk to the uh guy. The guy didn't want to talk to the guy. He's chained link chained up with other people, so he gets pushed, other people fall with him. You know, like... Yeah, it, he wasn't going to talk his way out of that one. No, no, uh So they go and... I forgot uh, parts of the first, like, what happened. I think they went to... I don't think I can remember is... They they got... They were cell... They had a cell together. Oh! So they got into a cell together and finally the other one started acting crazy like he's flipping out. Yeah. And then he pretends Harry. Oh, pretends, I'm okay. I'm okay. And then, <laughs> then, then Harry starts tripping out, tripping out. So they're in jail. They're in prison. They at the lunch hall. It's the mess hall. So the mess hall, they you know they're there and they meet the uh the uh the uh the one of the homosexual uh uh inmates. He met on the Harry met on a uh, bus that was flirting with him. Oh yeah, because Harry was getting flirted with. So uh. Uh, they were talking, and then this big old, big old egg-shaped dude. Butterball. Butterball. Dude. I thought it was, yeah, I forgot what his name is. Uh, is Gross, Grossman? Grossman. But Grossman was uh, the serial killer, I guess. So he said, they said. Uh, yeah, he killed his whole family and everybody that looked, reminded him of his family. He'd come in and sit down, and everybody would clear the land. When Grossman would come and sit down, and uh, so here goes Skip again, you know. Oh, he's I can help him. I could be his friend, and so uh, he walks over to him casually, like uh, you know, it's nothing else, and and Grossman scares him off, and and so okay, so the whole thing is they're locked up. They're about to go. They're uh, the, the rodeo. Oh yeah, the rodeo's a big thing there. So there's competitions between the the, the penitentiaries in Texas, where uh, they do rodeos with the inmates, and you know the the wardens bet big money on these things. Grossberger. 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 It's Erlin Erlin Van Ludith. Lidith. Erlin Van Ludith. Lidith. I can't even get the word. He, he actually went to MIT. Oh yeah. Smart dude. Yeah. See. Oh yeah, because he that's that's where they pulled him from. Yeah. Well, not pulled him. He was doing this 
He was acting and going to school at the same time. Yep. So uh, the warden played. Oh, actually, the deputy warden was Craig T. Nelson, and the warden was Barry Cole Corbin. Barry yeah. Corbin pay, plays a warden and all kinds of other stuff too. Yeah, I love Barry Corbin. Yeah, I like Craig. Craig T. Nelson. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was they were in that was a good one they were in together. So Harry and um Skip were brought together because they were cellies to see the warden. The, uh, the deputy told uh, uh, Skip to get on the horse and realize he could ride a bull. A mechanical bull. Right. So then um, he wanted him to ride in the um, bull in the competition. And um, after a while talking to the cellies, he didn't realize that he could take advantage of the moment and get what he wanted. So he said no. So they tortured him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they, they they were trying to convince him to, to use that as a way to escape. Right. So they uh, so they 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 go out on the line and try to get water. They give him the uh the uh, cup with the holes in it, or they met, put put him in solitary confinement, try to break him so he go back to the warden and say, "I'll do it, I'll do it," but he wouldn't. So the last thing was Grossberger. They got put. They put him in a cell, and when he came back to his cell. Harry was hemmed up between the bed and Grossberger. <laughs> he was crying. <laughs> and so they put him in there, locked him up, and they thought this big old dude, maniac, was going to kill him. So they come back, and he's playing cards with him. So Grossberger's in, right? So finally, he decides to go to the warden and tell the warden, I'm going to do it. But I need, I need my squad. Right. Know? Right. He didn't want to leave without the squad. <laughs> so he gets the squad and a little bit of then some. So they get together. They make this plan to escape and start creating stuff. So you see in the movie, they just passing things along to each other. And, you know, so they get into the uh, to the competition and and everything's set. So everybody's doing their thing. They're hemmed up in this little corner. Where they can knock a, a board down, and they send somebody through the first person through to go through. So he swings through, opens it up for everybody else, gets to one end, right, and then the other ones come through. They get to another end. So then each time the competition, somebody would slowly disappear. Uh oh. <laughs> oh yeah, just for just to let y'all know, Kevin is right here. Like I can reach out and touch him. You know, so it's not like the uh, um, the other ones. Everybody else is usually gone somewhere. Like Marcus is in Kansas, uh, I, and Malik is somewhere in Florida. You know, I ain't gonna give y'all addresses or nothing because it's none of y'all business. And we in the loop or we're in Missouri. That's as good as you gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm sorry. No, you're. So they they get um they get to the point where. They're almost free. There was another deputy. No, there was a prison prisoner that was a snitch. You remember the prisoner? That was the snitch. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot who that. That was uh, wasn't that Jonathan Banks? I think Jonathan Banks was. Y'all don't know who. If y'all don't know who Jonathan Banks is, I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Speaking of that, let me uh, let me tell you the other star-studded cast that was in there. Okay, so you we told you about. Uh, there was a, uh, gosh, 
There's some faces I don't even remember. Franklin, Ajayi, Cedric Hardman, Grand L. Bush, uh, man. Yeah. Pamela Portier. Yep, yeah, Pamela Portier. Alvin Ying. Alvin Ying is passed. He was the doctor. There's the part where they was trying to get to him to make him give up and join the rodeo. So they put Harry, they almost gave Harry a circumcision. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, they was going to clip his nuts or something. Then they gave him the Asian doctor, and the Asian doctor was Alvin Ying. Alvin Ying died a couple years ago. Um, so they all escape. Right, um, Richard Pryor and uh, it went, not all of them escape. The big guy doesn't escape. Erlen doesn't re- escape. The um, the guy I forgot who the guy, gosh, his name. Uh, I don't think he's here anymore either. Um, there's another actor, George Stan Stanford. George Stanford, what played the uh the homosexual guy. So him, Richard Pryor. And uh, another Hispanic guy by the name of... Well, his, his real name is Miguel Angel Sores. Right. But it went by Jesus. So they they escaped with Gene Wilder. They all get in this uh, RV, and they, they, mat, they smash out. They get to this little area where they can all split up and get in their separate vehicles. And then the uh, lawyer... Because he falls in love with this lawyer. I, we forgot to talk about the lawyer. He falls in love with the lawyer, asks her if she believes in love at true sight. First no. sight, she's like, no. You know, he's trying to holler at her. You know, because every time she come in, he'd just be looking at her. Yeah. He's always trying to smash. <laughs> I, I say smash. He was trying to smash her. He's in prison. Talking, not talking about Harry Skip. So she meets them with her brother, which is the, or cousin, which is the lawyer, and uh, which was kind of weird because he brought his cousin up there to meet him or because she just came in town yeah then she ended up working at the bar and gets the information find out that the guy got a uh that had a tattoo it was the guy that was punching on the speed bag he's the one that screwed him over and they robbed the place and they were talking about it too so well from what i remember so they all escape right they're all gone but then the lady says well you didn't need to escape because you're free. You're free. And then the movie's over. They kiss, and then they get in the car. Nothing's going to stop us. Nothing's <laughs> going to stop us now. <laughs> yeah. It's a magical movie. Magical movie. Because if you still escape, even though you're found guilty, they're going to get your ass for something. Right. They're going to get you for escaping <laughs> and aiding and abetting. You just right. took two prisoners with you. One that killed his dad, and the other one, we don't even know what the other dude did. Right. You know? So, yeah, because he's already been there seven years. In reality, there would have been a uh, part two of this. Um, and it would have been cool if Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor were still alive and at the age they were so we can see them still locked up. Because what stopped <laughs> them in reality would have been the law. Yep. So this movie, how much did it gross? Over a minute. It was the first movie... Produced, uh, directed by a black man that grossed over a hundred million. See, check that out. And, and this is actually the first movie that Richard Pryor was the first time a black man had uh, made over a million dollars on a movie. 
Oh, check that out. See, black facts. Yeah. Kevin spitting those black facts. Spit those black facts, Kevin. Okay, let me give you some I, facts. I these, love history. These aren't black facts, but this was filmed in uh, Arizona State Prison. About 350 prisoners were um, were uh, employed in this. Everybody had to go through a certain uh, check when they went in. Yeah, they had to walk in the line out so they made sure nobody was uh, escaping with them. Uh, Corbin, the guy who played the prison ward, almost got sent to prison because they thought he was a prisoner trying to escape. <laughs> so this movie also was one movie where Richard Pryor, I think he, like, quit twice. Yeah, somebody, I guess a food fight broke out while they were filming and. uh Somebody had threw some watermelon and it landed at his feet. And, you know, since yeah. the, the time, you know, people made messed up comments to people. Right, right. You know, it was a state prison, so, you know, you got certain areas and things. That's one thing I didn't realize, notice in there. Like, I seen, okay, where the, uh, they did show the uh, certain races hanging around because yeah. everybody segregates. You can't. Hang around the white boys and be black. Can't hang around the black boys and be white. Well, yeah, because you know this came out in 1980, which was still there was. I don't care what people say. There was still a lot of tension. Right. So this was one of five movies where Gene Wilder played a wrongly accused of committing a crime. The other ones were Silver Streak, Frisco Kid, Hanky Panky. And see no evil, hear no evil. Which oh, was, that was a great one, yeah, too. I don't remember Hanky Panky. I'm going to have to watch that. But I like Gene Wilder and uh, Richard Pryor and more movies. That would have been awesome. Yeah, see no evil, hear no evil was yeah, awesome. R R Richard's my number one comedian of all time anyway. Oh, yeah. You, you can't, can't get enough of Rich. Even some of his uh, more serious ones were. But the, um, after the box office success of the movie... Uh, Sidney Portier, Gene Wilder, and Richard Pryor were meant to reteam for Hanky Panky. But according to DVD verdict, for some reason, Richard Pryor backed out and his part was rewritten into a female lead, uh, Gilda Radner. Which Gilda, it was uh, Gene. Wait a minute. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure if she was Gilda. Was No, I don't know. I don't know. That's not important. That's not so. The prison unit, which the majority of the prison scenes were filmed in, is central central unit and located in Arizona State Prison Complex, Florence. So there's a couple other ones. This is Florence. So yeah, yeah. There's a lot of um, hidden scenes, gems, and stuff like that. Uh. Uh. From the movie, you look like you want to say something. No, I just, I, I just actually happened to come across the lyrics of the Woodpecker Jingle song. Uh, <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, oh, you'll, you'll save, save money, knock on wood, wood when you do what you do. Save for a horse or a brand new ranch when you flock to the Glenboro Savings Branch. <laughs> You can feather your nest with the frill. Oh, you, oh man, I want to. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Fill your garage with the Coupe de Ville's. Just relax if you have big bills. 
you do? What do you do? Be a smart, <laughs> be a smart bird too, you little pecker, you. <laughs> That's crazy. I will find out. Oh well. You'll, do, you'll, you'll <laughs> save money, knock on wood, when you do what a good woodpecker should. When you <laughs> save for a horse or a brand new ranch. When you flock to the clean burrow saving branch, you can feather your nest with frills. Fill your garage with the coop de vils. Just relax if you have a big feel. What you can do, be a smart bird too. You little wood, pe- you little pecker, you. Yeah, that's silly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Richard Pryor and Sydney Partier worked together in Uptown Saturday Night. I remember that. It's old school. Oh yeah. Uh oh. What's that? The nickname of the group of bank robbers was the Woodpecker Gang. <laughs> Gene Wilder and uh, Richard Pryor dressed up as Woodpeckers in this movie, as well as go to prison. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're jailbirds. Jailbirds. In fact, what's it? Richard Pryor refused to wear the woodpecker costume for the bank scene as a double was used in the film, but he did wear it for the poster and promotional picture. I wonder why. That's weird. Oh, wow. It was during the filming... Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it's during the filming that the movie that Pryor binged on cocaine. Pre-base. Wow. Yeah. Pre-based cocaine dumped a bottle of 151 rum all over his body and set himself on fire. He started, He stated years later that it was a suicide attempt. Wow. Because he couldn't stop using cocaine. Oh, yeah, that was in a, another movie that he had. Uh, it was in a biography that he did for himself, an autobiography movie. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Well, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Man. Well, you know, you got to see that because we got actors that have lost themselves and they found face down in a pool of their own vomit because they overdosed on something. And they were funny. Some of the best ones. Some of the best classics. We had some that were shot and killed by their loved ones and then their loved ones killed themselves. Like, it's crazy. Get help if you have mental situations absolutely don't don't pop pills pop pills to turn the joker into the croaker and then we won't have him anymore yeah, yeah i like that i'm gonna use that right that was sad though like i was sad they were like or hey man and cocaine is a hell of a drug and they got something deeper than that they, like, they do they got something deeper than that i want some of that no you don't they give it to elephants it puts elephants to sleep what do you want it for <laughs> people Dying off of elephant drugs because they want to use other people's stuff. So, all right. So at this time, I'm gonna do what I usually do, and I got to rate. But we sneaking into the movie, so we don't get to go by the concessions. We gotta go straight to the movie. We come with candy in our pockets or whatever we gonna take. So today, today, I want the whiteout Mountain Dew. Sneak that in my back pocket. And a box of... mm, No, 
No. I got, no. I got raisinets and Reese's Pieces. You got I got chocolate covered peanuts. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna give this I'm gonna give this a ten out of ten. So ten chocolate covered peanuts for this movie. And two bottles. Two bottles of white out Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. What about you? Uh, I I I I want to go with nine, nine, nine raisinets. Nine raisinets. Yeah. Nine boxes of raisinets, or just nine raisinets. Just nine raisinets. You just go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm stingy when it comes to raisinets. A, he ain't giving you boxes. So he can't give nope. you raisinets. That's all you get. All right. Well. I guess that's that's it for us right now, you know. Uh, join us next time when, hey, who knows what we're going to have. I ain't going to tell you what's next. I probably do know, but that's none of your business. Well, this was a lot of fun, <laughs> so I need to definitely get back and do this soon. Oh, yeah, it's a blast. I always have some I, kind of, hey. I don't know. I, I, I prefer to do it in person. Just, you know, I'm more of an in-person guy. Right. I told you it was going to be a blast. <laughs> All <laughs> right, so. I'm your host, Michael. I'm Kevin. And we're out. <laughs>